You're listening to the Discovery COVID-19 podcast. Our expert guests help you to understand coronavirus disease 2019 and how you can manage your health, well-being and financial security during this time. Hi, my name is Ilana Gershlevitz. I am the author of Saving My Sons, A Journey with Autism and the director of the Star Academy. I am also the mother of three boys. My oldest, David, who has an autism diagnosis, is 17 years old, and he still wrestles with autism every day. My middle son, Ellie, is 15 years old, and he escaped an autism diagnosis. And my youngest, Erin, who is seven, recovered from autism. Today, I want to talk to you about how to support a child on the autism spectrum during the current stay-at-home period. We are all experiencing so many of the disruptions and changes that the COVID-19 pandemic has brought to all of our lives. And for parents of a child who has autism, this can be a particularly challenging time. Raising typically developing children during lockdown is challenging, but parenting a child on the autism spectrum takes parenting to another level at any time, and especially during the current context we all face. I want to bring a message of hope to those parents who may at the moment be worrying about the future of their autistic child and struggling to get through the day. I have a 17-year-old son, David. He is severely autistic, and so I know that those parents who are home with a child who has autism are facing the very real challenge of trying to explain to their anxious child why he or she can't live their normal daily routine. A routine that is key to a child with autism, feeling safe and able to cope. This routine might include going to school, seeing members of the extended family, seeing therapists or doctors, going to the shops or for a walk or more. All of that is currently not possible and a child with autism may not understand why. I want to acknowledge every parent out there doing their best to help their children through this all. I'll be talking you through some practical advice for being at home with your autistic child through the current stay-at-home period and how to structure your day. Children with autism are generally visual learners and so it's a very good idea to create a visual schedule that will help you to keep the day as structured as possible and prepare them in advance as to their routine so they know what is coming next at all times. This will go a long way in reducing their anxiety. Mark the days off on the calendar to show them how long they will be at home, which day we're currently on, and so on. Also, involve them in household chores like cooking, baking, making the beds, and doing the washing. My son David and I have a schedule for the day that goes like this. Get up and get dressed. Brush your teeth. Exercise in the garden. Make and eat our breakfast. Meal preparation for cooking and baking later in the day. My son loves to make biscuits, pizza, hamburgers, hot dogs and bread from scratch. 
After tour time in the kitchen, we do some tabletop work. I have chosen a thousand piece puzzle that we work on together every day. I set a timer so he knows how long the activity will last for. Next, we have an online Zoom meeting for a session with his schooling instructor from the Star Academy. This lasts for an hour. He keeps my son engaged and stimulated through an interactive online learning session. Lunchtime follows with a family and I make sure to involve him in washing the dishes and packing clean dishes away. He then gets time on the swing outside while he listens to music with earphones in his ears. Next on the list is a time to kick the ball around the garden. After that, we have time for art-based activities, including mosaic making, handling Play-Doh, painting or coloring in. Then we have another interactive online learning session via a Zoom meeting, also scheduled for another hour with his online instructor. This time, they focus on keeping my son engaged with exercises that require him to join the dots, online copy typing, and answering questions around topics he enjoys or places he loves to visit. Then it's bath time, supper time, time for a little TV and bed. Other tips to support the child with autism during lockdown is to find those activities that are highly reinforcing for them. It could be gardening or painting the wall. Things they love to do, jumping on the trampoline or playing Play-Doh. If they enjoy specific locations, you could Google those places with them and talk about their favorite place like Cape Town or Durban. And you could also talk about things that interest them. You could read books together and teach them how to make a sandwich or bake and ice cupcakes. Choosing activities they weren't able to do before and breaking those activities down into small steps is another idea. For example, if they struggle to brush their hair or teeth independently, these are all things you can work on during lockdown. Things you don't usually get a chance to teach as the day is simply too busy. Having gone through tips on how to structure your child's day, taking into account our current context, I really want to talk a little bit more about autism as a condition in case there's anyone listening who would like to know more in that regard. 2 April 2020 marked World Autism Awareness Day. According to the US Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, one in 54 children are affected by autism, with a condition four times more common in boys than in girls. This staggering statistic points to a global crisis. Today, I want to share stories of strength, spirit and hope. We don't celebrate World Autism Awareness Day. Rather, we commemorate that day and the month of April that follows in honor of those children and adults who live with autism. Autism is what we call a spectrum diagnosis, which means people who have the condition can present with a wide range of symptoms. 
On the one end of the spectrum, we have the child whose autism means they can't speak at all. And on the other end of the spectrum, we have a child who can speak, but who struggles to fit into social settings. Autism is diagnosed in terms of the Diagnostic and Statistics Manual of Mental Disorders or DSM-5. There are three areas listed under the DSM. Those are language, social skills and repetitive behaviour. If a child exhibits criteria in two out of these three areas, they are considered to be on the autism spectrum. Some red flags to look out for in a young developing child include lack of eye contact, not responding appropriately to greetings or when their name is called, not engaging in pretend play, preferring to play alone, not babbling by 12 months, no imitative behavior such as waving bye-bye by 12 months, not speaking any words by 16 months, any loss of speech at any age, losing previously acquired skills at any age, playing with toys in unusual ways, example, spinning them or lining them up, being a picky eater, appearing to be in their own world, not following any or following too few receptive instructions, repetitive movements with objects or posturing of body arms, hand or fingers, being hyperactive, being unable to sustain their attention compared to their peers, having unusually strong attachments to particular objects, limiting conversations to very specific topics, exhibiting oversensitivity to sounds or textures, displaying challenging behaviours such as aggression, tantrums and self-injury. If a parent is worrying about their child's development, they should get it checked out as soon as possible as early intervention and diagnosis sets the stage for recovery. The modified checklist for autism in toddlers, which is called the MCHAT, that is free. It's a validated screening tool of 20 questions that assesses a child's risk of autism. If you have concerns about your child's development, you can download the MCHAT and take it to your pediatrician and ask him to go over the criteria listed in the checklist. Please remember that autism is a treatable medical illness and does not have to be a lifelong disability. Even though early intervention is key, it is never too late to start the right treatments. Once you work with a doctor who knows how to unravel the underlying causes of autism, you will start to tick off the autism symptoms. Restoring a child's health takes time and plays a key role in changing the course of autism. Many children with autism also suffer from the following health challenges. Food allergies, nutrient deficiencies, immune dysregulation, inflammation, impaired detoxification, viral, fungal and bacterial infections. When my first son David was diagnosed with autism, I experienced the most unimaginable grief. I cried oceans of tears and it felt like my world had come to an end. 
once I began to empower myself with the knowledge and information to help my son, I started to realize that things weren't as bad as I had thought. I discovered Applied Behavior Analysis, ABA, which is evidence-based treatment for children with autism. I later wrote my book, Saving My Sons, A Journey with Autism, because I had a story to tell and I wanted to provide a roadmap and a way forward for other parents battling the autism diagnosis. I wanted to dispel the old archaic notion that autism has to be a lifelong disability. And I wanted to educate professionals, doctors, psychologists, teachers, speech therapists, and occupational therapists on the latest treatments and developments for autism. My advice to parents, is to never, ever give up hope. Autism means game on, not game over. Put on your boxing gloves and fight for your child. There is absolutely nothing to accept about an autism diagnosis. Autism is treatable and recovery possible. Don't delay convincing yourself that your child is a late talker. The sooner you can get your child the help they need, the better the prognosis and outcome. My wish for all parents is that you find the right switches to turn the lights back on. Autism is treatable and recovery possible. If anyone wants to reach me, you can find my contact details on our website www.thestaracademy.co. Stay safe and stay home. Stay South African tough. We are resilient and we'll get through this. This podcast was brought to you by Discovery. Stay informed, stay healthy.